0: Sports, The local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Social <laughs> studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Mm-hmm. Every morning at 9 o'clock, Sarah Cazell takes us through everything going
1: on in the world of Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. It's social studies. And it's happening right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Is that your goofy noise to get into the montage? Oh
2: yeah, put put that <laughs> one in, Jared. Woohoo <laughs> All right, we're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Marata. At Bickley underscore Marata. Our personal accounts are linked in the bio as well. And there's a lot of despair in Cardinals Twitter right now. Uh, Because a lot of Cardinals fans are coming to the conclusion, or the assumption rather, that after all of the talk about cleaning house and starting fresh, it might just be Vance Joseph taking over as the Cardinals head coach. I can't believe how many responses we got to this question. Yes, a lot of participation. And the question is, open-ended, how would you feel if the Cardinals end up hiring Vance Joseph as the head coach? Open-ended? Yes. Underwhelmed?
1: Yeah. N- not suitably whelmed. Yeah, underwhelmed would be the way to do it.
3: Um, again, I've got a lot of respect for Vance Joseph. I think he can do the job. I think his experience is worth more um, than the inex I'd rather have an inex I'd rather have a experienced Vance Joseph, even though he was attached to the nightmare of the last couple of years, than an inexperienced guy coming in here touting a new culture of which mm.
2: he's never built. Okay, Where? so like Brian Callahan, whom they're interviewing today, you'd rather have a Vance Joseph type over a Brian Callahan type. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Uh, like Jarrett alluded to, a lot, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions from our listeners in response to this question. Brandon Pero says, "I feel like Vance Joseph is a very stable and safe choice. He might not stir up a ton of excitement, but he was the bright spot of the Cardinals during Kingsbury's stint. Whenever the offense was underperforming, he would be a great choice to lead the team." Waldo Geraldo Faldo feels differently. (laughs) He says it would feel like that one scene in Forrest Gump when he casts his net and it comes up empty. (laughs) Of course, referring to the phrase that Michael Bidwell used a few times in that Monty Awesome Fort press conference. We are casting a wide net. We are casting a wide net. AZ Kid says, I would rather it be Vance Joseph as the Cardinals head coach than Brian Flores, to be honest. Vance is a low-key guy and respected by players. Brian Flores will bring unwanted attention. Uh, Chris Coolbro says he would feel alienated. And, like, Michael Bidwell lied to the fan base, saying that he was going to look far and wide, only to end up with Vance Joseph. But what that does take us back to is the point that was made just a, a couple segments ago. Just because they looked far and wide doesn't mean those far and wide folks were interested True. in coming here.
1: That guy's name is really cool, bro. Uh, it's cool, his, bro. His handle is cool, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's cool. Bro. Arth- bro. Uh-huh. Arthur Cool Bro. Hello. <laughs> Arthur C. cool, bro.
2: Yes. Uh, Douglas Rhodes says, I'm starting to think this whole process is less about finding the best coach possible and more about finding someone, anyone that is willing to take this job. All right, let's get to our next question. Suns fans, fill in the blank for the Suns to be a real title contender this season, which I think a lot of Suns fans are still holding out hope for. Blank has to consistently be their second best player. Your three options are Chris Paul, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Eaton. For, for the Suns to be a real title contender.
1: I'm a deja vu on this one again.
2: Yeah, we, ha- we have covered this topic quite a bit. I'm going with Chris Paul.
3: Yeah, me too. Because we you know Chris Paul at his best gets the Suns close. We've seen that. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to get Chris
1: Paul at his best? I don't know. I was, I was having a discussion with a buddy of mine, and he made the point like, and we talked about this earlier. Hey, you get to a certain age, and even the all time greats can't bring it every night. But if you can get to a point where Chris Paul's bringing it four out of every five nights, you'll oh, yeah, probably take that. that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I like the way it was trending. And, and again, I kept using that example of his elevated shot on the three-point. It looked like right. he'd recalibrated things to kind of mm-hmm. compensate for a lack of explosiveness. And I thought, good, Chris Paul's figuring it out. He's yeah. gonna, He's got something. He's going to he's gonna roll out uh, the last best version of himself. And he still may well, but last night was a reminder that, that it's not going to be a continuum. It's not going to be... A straight line heading up, right? Success is not linear. That would make Progress any sense. Is Not linear. A straight line heading up. This wouldn't be. That, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> that would yeah. be a line in an upward trajectory, I, vertical. Right. That's. Thank you, Vinny.
2: Yeah. Straight. I think I don't the, work with words for a living. The line graph you were making with your your hand, I saw it. I yeah, saw the right, trajectory. Right, yeah. Right, I, knew, right. I know what you're doing. Uh, okay. So for the Suns to be a true co- title contender, Blank has to consistently be their second plus best player. <sighs> 62% say it's got to be DeAndre Ayton. 23% say Chris Paul. 15% say Mikel Bridges. I know that logically it would need to be DA, but should we expect that? No, I
1: think part of the reason why I lean back on Chris Paul is because... We've seen it. Exactly. We've yes. seen it and what it looks like. And and Bick's right. When Chris Paul is right and is your second best player, things are pretty good. They're pretty close. We don't. And if DeAndre Ayton steps up, that's great. If Mikel Bridges steps up like he has, that's great too. But we, we don't have a lot of history with, with knowing what that looks like.
2: Yeah. To that point, Anthony responds, everyone knows that the answer is D.A., That is the reason for the higher expectations and why people get so upset when he is the seventh best defender on the team or has fewer rebounds than people like Doc Landale, Josh Akogi, Dario Saric, etc. That means the team is screwed or needs a perfect Chris Paul to win. J-Rod Card says Mikkel Bridges has to be the consistent second best player. (laughs) He says, we know Chris Paul is 73 years old and DA is apathetic got to be Mikel who steps up 73
1: He's <laughs> <73? laughs> older by the day what well, if you Not invert a, 37. I, yeah, I don't it's a
2: joke happen. or a typo. I was <laughs> right. just thinking the same thing. Was that intentional? Sometimes <laughs> right. I, I get my typing mixed up as well. And Matthew Crooks says, well, the answer is DA, but it's never going to happen. So, oh, well. You know how you type Tucson and sometimes it can come out Tuscan? Tu- you know how that can happen? Yeah, this, that can have thirty-seven seventy-three. Come I f- I find that my right hand, when I'm typing, whatever I'm typing with my right hand just comes out faster than the left.
1: <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> are, That's you a, funny. are you a proper typist, Sarah? Yes. Okay.
2: In fact, in high school I had a dictationist job where my whole job was to type wow. at a physical therapy yeah, so uh, can, clinic. That's so an I,
1: old school brr- kind of job. Now, Vic, yeah, I yeah. know I'm I'm the same a proper I typist. Haul, I can haul You t- you type like a mother. I do. Yes. And I you do. can hear
2: it through the glass. And I, and I I,
1: I, yeah, I learned yeah. how to type too, but I'm amazed at how many people in today's day and age can really type fast but not in proper form.
2: Did you guys have oh, to take that class? They, oh yeah, where yeah, the, right. where the, where the yeah. bugs hit the windshield. What was that called? I, don't, I, learned, I I took a typing
1: class in high school on a typewriter. Yeah. I mean, okay, not, maybe You forget the how, same. You <laughs> how old, absolutely old these two guys but are. But their
2: spirits are so young. Yes. Okay, yeah. final question, guys.
1: Fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on.
2: Skull <laughs> <Don't laughs> save uh, uh, a beauty by A
1: great story
3: just popped into my head Ooh, from back in the youth. Uh, in high school, in typing class, I just remembered this. I this poor typing teacher who was leaning over my shoulder watching me type. I had no idea he was there. I turned around violently. Violently to ask him a question, hit him right in the jewels. Dude was bent over. I was like, oh! Couldn't get his breath for like 15 minutes. Was this, hit him right in the space bar.
2: Right. The F button. F, F, Control, delete. Oh, that's funny. All right, you remember final. the teacher's name. I
3: don't, but I remember the look at his face after I clocked him. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
2: Oof! Oof. Oof indeed. Oof.
1: Mr. Soprano.
2: All right, Dan Bickley, you're getting back out on the tennis court this summer. Is that correct? Thinking about this it. Summer, Dan Don't Bigley. call it a comeback. Let's Returns do it. to the court. Thinking about it. So you received some snobbish pushback. Oh, I did. Somebody said, oh, just make it a pickleball court.
3: Uh, I, oh, I did, yes, in the store, yes. A yes. very
2: popular emerging sport, pickleball, mm-hmm. especially here in Arizona. Very popular here. We were asking, what is a real sport or invented right now? i got an
3: answer for you. A, modified version of a sport that exists. This comes from our conversation with Shane Doan and what the NHL is doing at the All-Star Game. I was thinking about this. You get on a golf course and on the tee box, you get a baseball and a baseball bat and you get to hit it as far as you want. Your next shot is going to be a football. you got to punt it. Your next shot is going to be a hockey puck and a stick to the green and then you have to putt out. So you go baseball bat and a ball off the tee box. And then you go punting the football for your second shot and then a hockey stick and a hockey puck for your third and then on on the baseball is it do you throw it up and hit it yeah. or is it off a tee No 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 you throw it up and
1: hit it yeah or is it pitched to you This is a great oh, is idea.
3: idea I think That's so too tremendous
1: idea How big would your bag have to be to carry all this How big equipment? would the, the, the course would have to be
0: big <laughs> right? right
1: What is the name of this sport Vic uh, As commissioner
3: Uh who t- uh, you come over so I I I can't go you come out Hawkfoot. Hogfoot. foot. <laughs> Let's call it.
2: Hawkfoot. <laughs> Let's call it
3: hottoo <laughs>
1: Is there spitting involved? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes. Right.
2: Some really fun Uh responses on our Twitter account at Bigley underscore Murata. By the way, the typing uh, game that I was talking about, Mavis Beacon. Shout out Colin Gillette and Jason Uh, who both tweeted me. They know. Right. Mavis Beacon. You better not mess up or else the the bugs hit the windshield and it gets so cloudy that you can't see and then and then you're done.
1: We got a lot of response to this. Um, Like Jimmy from Philly says, hand fruit shot put. That could be a big one. Slam ball, <laughs> and then so and then Citizen point. Mike took a different approach, saying, "How is Sarah supposed to slog through this stupid <laughs> question?" I liked it. That, okay, uh, that's a good one. Uh, that was fine. Jason, shout out to basketball.
2: Oh, plenty yeah. of people
1: respond to that. <laughs> Damn. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, Thanks thank you. to everybody who participated in uh, social studies at Bickley underscore Murata is where that happens every morning at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, a little shift in the schedule. At 9.30 we're going to talk football with Mark Schlereth. So at 9.15 today we roll out another edition of Mock My World. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader time to take a look at the arizona sports poll question brought to you by sanderson ford the best play is at sanderson ford
2: welcome back to bickley emirata mornings i'm sarah gazelle with dan bickley vince Murata, and Jarrett carlin we're going to our website now a little bit earlier than usual because we uh we've got the mark schlereth coming up next here on Big Lee Marauder Mornings. Let's look at our poll question today. The Suns have played their final home game before the trade deadline, guys. How different will they look when they return? Ooh, wow. Four questions. That's the question. Four answers, I should say, for you to vote on. They will have multiple new starters, they will have one new starter, they'll have new bench pieces, or they will look exactly the same.
1: I'm going with option three new bench pieces. But that's just me.
3: Yeah, I, I'm guessing that's pro- probably the guess. And, but it, again, at this point in time, it is only a guess. Who knows what they're going to do?
2: Bench pieces. Okay, so nothing with DA happening then? I don't think so. I, all right. Not. I, uh, I'm not saying
3: that they wouldn't be into it. I just don't know if, if this is the year when all that's going to go down. Okay.
2: The Suns will look exactly the same, (laughs) say 41% of our voters. 34% say new bench pieces will come in. 18% believe there will be a new starter. 6% say multiple new starters for the Phoenix Suns. Multiple?
1: That would be wild. That would be wild. That would be crazy, wild, wacky. (laughs) That would be uh, Dan's (laughs) proposed scenario of... (laughs) <laughs> Getting, you know, both of the Toronto guys and trading <laughs> three of the Suns.
2: All right, February 9th, one week away.
1: Yeah, we shall see. Thank you, Sarah. Today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now at ArizonaSports.com.
0: Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Last week
1: on Mock My World, we saw a departure of strategy. On the topic of undeserving Hall of Famer, Sarah Gazelle went with an interesting approach. Interesting. The Roomba, M.L. Gus Gustafson. I don't remember who he is. Or potato, of guy. Of fame, the potato guy. The potato guy. Uh, Boomer in the Mascot Hall of Fame. And the Light Bright in the Toy Hall of Fame. Did Sarah win? With she that? won. Whoa. Yes. A Three. big come from you behind one. You full
3: on snark in that competition yep. and you ended up winning. I
2: love you listeners. You're the best. You may, wow.
1: have, you may have damaged this game for the, for the foreseeable future. Wow. In the That's, th- talk about new Strategy. But this Gus is tar- trash, and everyone knew it. <laughs> Thirty-four point four percent. I finished second with thirty-one point five. Jarrett third, twenty-two point four percent. Bick had eleven point eight percent of the vote. That being said, I really like this topic. I wish I had about a day to research it mm-hmm. more, uh, more uh, thoroughly. Yeah. yeah. But in honor of today being Groundhog Day mm-hmm. and the movie that is attached to it, Jarrett suggested. Today's topic be movies with animals in the title. There's endless a lot. Yeah, source there's a material. Lot. Yes. Uh, in reverse order of last week's uh, results, Bick, you'll have the first pick. Jared, mm. second. I will go third. Sarah, fourth. Four round snake style draft. You got a lot to choose from here, Bick.
3: Yeah, I do. Um, I am going to go with uh, a tried and true all the way back to my childhood. Put me down for Batman. Ooh,
1: Batman.
3: Da 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 da
1: da
3: da da. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jared. And to me, the best Batman movie is the one that's just called Batman, the original Michael Keaton one. Uh, My pick, right? I'm going going with. Wrong on that. I think you're wrong on that too, but that's okay. You guys probably the 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 Dark the Dark Knight. That's all right. Okay. Uh, My pick. I'm going with Silence of the Lambs. Yep. That was my number two pick. Good job, Jared. Silence of the Lambs. Uh, I'm gonna go with a very, very widely regarded sports movie, a boxing movie from the early '80s, Raging Bull. Mm. Okay. Not for the faint of heart, by the way. Tough watch, Sarah. You got tough uh, watch. Yeah, it was yeah, a tough watch. Okay. It. All right. Two picks,
2: Sarah. I'm gonna take those mother effing snakes on a mother effing plane. <laughs> She's doing it again. <laughs> No, it's just movies with animals, not the best. Movies. Too, hold on, favorites, favorite. Point. What's next? Sharknado. Oh, is it, <laughs> <laughs> it is on my list. <laughs> Fine, I'll take the Lion King. There you All go, right. classic. Absolutely. Wait, was it supposed to be Jared, our Jared? Jared, can
3: you can you sing the uh, the Swahili translation of the beginning, the Natsavania thing? Don't do it, Jared. I'm just fucking <laughs> you. Don't do it.
2: He's gearing up. He
3: was actually.
1: <laughs> I, I, I literally took a breath to go into it. I know he was. <laughs> Uh, question for clarification: yeah. Yes, are we looking for a specific animal, or can be animal be referenced in the title? Oh, you mean the, the, the word animal? Yes. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that's fine. I think. All right, then that makes my pick. I'm strong. going with Animal House. Yeah, you are.
2: I didn't Think about that.
1: That's good. No, that's right. good. Just uh, wanted to get. Uh, Approval. I'm going with a feat of filmmaking in its time. Still very entertaining. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh. You know, I've never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. It has both the Disney and uh, Warner Brothers characters. All right. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is off the board. Vic, you get two picks. Uh, My favorite comedy of all time, A Fish Called Wanda. I knew you were going to take
3: that. (laughs) And I will take...
4: The Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf
1: of Wall Street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm going to go with Black Panther. <sighs> Black Panther's off the Something board. Yeah, you could stay in the MCU and just do your entire list from that. You could. Oh boy. So much to choose from still. These are movies with animals in the title in honor of Groundhog Day. Going with another sports movie. The original now. Not the remake and not the the sequels, but I'm going with the Bad News Bears.
2: Ah. I love that
1: movie.
2: (laughs) Suns play the Celtics tomorrow. What does that mean for the Celtics? (laughs) Bad news for the I don't think they do that anymore. No, not so. since Jordan, not uh, since Jordan Bird.
1: moved on. Sad. Jordan okay. Bird. I had an animal in his name. That, yeah. Not true. a move. Not a movie. Not a movie though. Not a movie yet. Sarah? Just
2: wait. Alright, I'm going to take.
1: You got two picks here.
2: The Pink Panther. That's,
1: that's a, a good, good pick. pick. The Pink Panther. Da-da-da-da.
2: And I'm going to take Bull Durham.
1: Ooh. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. Very good. That was a great pick.
2: Thank you very much.
1: I'm just going with a personal preference here, a movie from the 90s that I absolutely love, and I think others do too, and great soundtrack. Mm. I'm going with The Crow. Oh, great soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Jarrett. There's so much left on the table. <laughs> yeah. how? How? I'm going to go with the Reservoir Dogs. Great pick. I spell reservoir. R E S E R V O I R. That's yeah. right. Reservoir Dogs. All right, Beck, you get the final pick of this. All right, shenanigans. I,
3: I am going to go with a live-action short stoner comedy from award-winning director Allison Parker and writers Scott and Paul Amaro. It is a movie called Dude, Where's My Ferret? <laughs> Dude, what? where's my ferret? Wait, is that real? Yeah, it's, I'm not <laughs> making it up. It's a movie. Dude, oh, where's where my God? ferret? Is it available on any streaming service? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm not going to win with Dude, wow. Where's My Ferret? <laughs> and if you got my ferret, keep it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 12 Monkeys, Jojo, Rabbit, Maltese, Falcon, Dog Day Afternoon. Black Swan. The Deer Hunter. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day didn't get picked. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Power of the Dog. Ant-Man. We could have had 18 more people play this this week. Oh, that's a good one, too. All right, Bix got uh, Batman, A Fish Called Wanda, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Dude, Where's My (laughs) Ferret? It's a ferret. It never
0: bites.
1: (laughs) Uh, Jared's got Silence of the Lambs, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Black Panther, and Reservoir Dogs. I went with Raging Bull, Animal House, The Bad News, Bears, and the Crow. Sarah's got Snakes on a Plane. The Lion King, The Pink Panther, and Bull Durham—best uh, movie titles with animals in the uh, in the title. Now,
3: Vinny, while you were gone, we did a couple of mock my worlds without you, and it was funny. We'd get to the end, and Jared would never cry. So I'd go, "Okay, do you want to recap who's got what?" And Jared's like, "No, I didn't keep track." Yeah, I have to go back. it's the only
1: thing you do that because nobody would ever keep track of who's on the team. We appreciate it. I, it's, it makes it much easier. You kind of just described my whole role on this show. Yeah. No.
2: Full-time host, <laughs> semi-producer. That <what laughs> Makes everything easier. Right. And
1: <laughs> Smirata. We'll get this up on Twitter. You vote. We're going to talk football with Mark Schlereth next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. NFL analyst Mark Schlereth talks football with Bickley and Murata. Brought to you by Earnhardt Ford and Chandler. Shop local. Shop EarnhardtFord.com
1: every wednesday we talk uh actually uh thursday this week we talk football with uh, mark slareth uh, nfl and fox denver sports he joins us here on the arizona sports line mark good morning how are you i am doing good thank you guys for switching me around so i couldn't uh join you yesterday. oh it's uh, all right no we always uh, move things around to accommodate you we love this segment. Mark. and
3: how about the broncos landing sean payton what does this tell you how surprised are you how did this come about
4: well, you know, it's funny. I, uh, like two weeks ago, I said, hey, man, they're either going to get Sean Payton or, you know, Sean Payton's going back to TV. It's the only place that really truly makes sense. And I think he was the first guy they interviewed. I think he was their number one choice. It was a really about draft compensation. And ultimately, I think the relationship between Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis over there with the New Orleans Saints got that done. Like they they got themselves, you know, the, the draft compensation, the package that the Broncos could stomach. And um and they made that deal and I, I for one couldn't be happier. You know, Sean has been a friend uh for, for quite some time and he's a great football coach and you know, and, and he brings some like he just brings some fear into the building, which is which you gotta have, right? You, you've just gotta have some yep. of that, some of that. Not only the reverence, you know, we've talked about this before, that kind of biblical fear, like that, that reverence and awe and respect, but also just straight up fear, like this dude's crazy and he'll cut my ass if I don't do my job. Like you gotta have that too. And he brings legitimacy to the Broncos that they just truly haven't had in the last several hires.
1: Yeah, and obviously number one on the list, at least in in terms of what to fix, is getting Russell Wilson right. We got 10 years of success and great quarterback play in Seattle from Russell Wilson, and last year was a disaster. Uh, How convinced are you that uh, Sean Payton can, can get Russell Wilson back to what he was?
4: Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of faith. Um, and just knowing how Sean operates, you know, and, and having those conversations with Sean about, Hey, you know, you could see a juicy matchup. You could see something somebody really likes, right? You know, I like a young coach would be like, Oh man, I love this matchup, but it puts somebody in harm's way on your team. You know, it's a running back that can't pick up a blitz. Maybe it's a, a tight end that can't block a defensive end, whatever the case may be. And young coaches are inexperienced coaches would go, uh, Well, we just got to hold up there. We got to hold up there. Right, and all of a sudden, like all of a sudden, you you, you go to uh, uh, exploit this juicy matchup, and you think you're going to get a touchdown, and then a strip sack, fumble, touchdown, return the other way, right? And I'm always like, don't don't put a guy in a position to lose. Don't be surprised when he loses. You're the dumbass that put him there, right? Yeah. And, and so, to me, Sean Payton just knows what a guy can do, what a guy can't do. And he'll put Russell Wilson in a situation where this is what we're going to do because these are the things you can do. And we're going to stay away from this stuff that you're not good at. And it'll be a very frank and very honest conversation. It won't be vitriolic. It won't be combative. But this is the way we're going to operate. This is what we're going to do. And I think, you know, from a revisionist history standpoint, I think everybody looks at at, at Drew Brees. You know, I hear this all the time. Well, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Drew Brees was a second-rounder who during his time in San Diego, you decided that Philip Rivers was a better idea. You drafted him. You sat him on the bench for a year. Then you played him. And then, you know, Drew Brees gets hurt, and you move him. And, and Miami doesn't want him. Like, he doesn't pass a physical, and Nick Saban chooses uh, Dante Culpever. He wasn't a Hall of Famer when Sean Payton got him in New Orleans. Yeah. You know, he became that under the tutelage of Sean Payton. So, Sean has done it with multiple quarterbacks. I have a lot of faith in his ability to coach and his ability to put Russell in position – to have success doing the things that he can do and and basically not put him in those spots like they did last year doing things that he's not any good at
3: you got a real good idea of what the Cardinals are needing and what they're lacking um, Brian Flores of the guys remaining seems to be a guy that might make some sense but there's been no word about a second interview what do you think might be holding back teams or I'm sorry candidates when it comes to the Cardinals do you think it's the ownership component the dysfunction the quarterback piece all of the
4: above? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the quarterback piece is big. Uh I think, you know, from an ownership standpoint every time I talk to a coach, especially a coach who's got um you know, who's got some power, um like Sean Payton, it's always first and foremost about what's the ownership like. Like how committed are they to winning? How how deep are the pockets? How you know, like, like how much are they going to meddle or how much are they going to let us, you know, football people run the show? So that's always, that's always a big part of it. And that comes down to, even to the point of like, you're a, you're a a first time potential candidate. Am I going to get saddled with coaches? I don't know. Yeah. Or guys that run systems that I don't believe in. Like, are you, are you being told, Hey, we'd really like to keep, you know, the defensive staff in place and Vance Joseph in place and, like and, and not that Vance Joseph is, is a bad coach or a bad choice, but I don't want to be dictated to, mm-hmm. especially in my first opportunity, um, who I'm going to hire and who I'm not going to hire. And I think the other thing, you know, is, that, is the quarterback component. Like, did, can, can Kyler Murray become the quarterback you drafted and become? Um, is the work ethic thing real is the 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 you know, I know the height issue is is that that is real because you can see some of that in the middle of the football field, especially in the NFL where the game is controlled in the middle of the football field. Um those are tougher throws for a guy that's shorter. It's just that it, it, it's not a it's not a me bashing him. It's just reality. Yeah.
1: Mark the uh, NFL and Fox Denver Sports. He joins us here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The big news yesterday, obviously, Tom Brady hanging it up after uh, 23 years, making the announcement. And we'll get to what's next for Tom Brady. But we just wanted to check on you after recent uh, revelations, Mark. Are you okay with this news? <laughs> I uh, I had to
4: take the day off. I didn't show up to work. I had to take the day off. Uh, Emotionally, had to gather my thoughts. Um, it was so tough. I spent most of the day reaching out uh, via social media networking to Tom Brady. He didn't return any of my calls. I'm sure he's as upset about this as I am. Um, it's yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not good in the Schlereth household right now. I, I will. I will tell you that. But um, I have. I have. Though I was like, okay, listen. I want to keep my job as a Fox broadcaster, and you. You know, obviously, Tom signed a contract yes. to come. Uh, Fox. I want to be the Ed McMahon of, of Tom Brady's career. So three-man booth. And really all I'm going to do during the course of anything he says, you know, he would be like, hey, man, you got to uh, hit the over route on that uh, particular combination and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 yes, you are correct, Tom. You, know, you got that done. That's, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Uh, I'm sure whatever you're thinking is correct, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> So that's yeah. That's kind of that's what I'm hoping for. So uh, you know that would be that would be tremendous. Just traveling around with Tom Brady. Can Don't, you imagine? Yeah, uh, that's I, a lot of hands <laughs> traveling a lot around lot handsome. league. Uh, maybe I'm asking for tra-
1: trade secrets here, but uh, you know he is part of the Fox family, as are you. Super Bowl broadcast. Could we expect Tom Brady to be rolled out on the air on Super Bowl Sunday?
4: He said he wasn't going to do that. But, you know, um, he also said he was going to retire last year. So (laughs) who knows? I I mean, yeah, I I would imagine they're going to be, you know, asking. I would imagine they're going to be trying to get that done. But uh, we shall see.
3: What do you finally, what do you think of the Super Bowl? Is it compelling to you? Who do you like? What do you think about the matchup?
4: Um, Yeah, I think it's really compelling. I think it's uh, obviously the storylines between Andy Reid and Former, you know, team with Kansas City now, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, the injury, the Kelsey brothers uh, squaring off the first brothers to ever square off um, as players in a game. Obviously, Jim and John Harbaugh did that a couple of years ago as coaches. Uh, but yeah, I think all, all the storylines are compelling. The, the two best teams in the league all regular season, right? The two yeah. 14 and three teams meeting up in the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a ton of storylines. Um, um you know, I mean, I, I, I like the Eagles because I like the way their football team is built. I love their offensive line and how physical they are. And and plus, you know, I uh, I'm a Bronco, so I cannot stand Kansas City. So yeah, I'm like that, that's right, of course. That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now.
1: All right, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Will you be in Phoenix for the game,
4: or Uh, no, I'm gonna go home. So I'll be in Phoenix. I'm getting out there Wednesday. Um, so I'll be out in Phoenix Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, I'm going to travel home first thing Sunday morning. Nice. Pro move, um, yes, yeah. So I can watch the game on television. Unless, of course, I get some uh, opportunity to shake my money maker on Sunday morning. <laughs> then, <you> know, <laughs> well, man, back man, up I'll for Rihanna. Shaking, I'll be shaking that thing. If, you know,
1: if you're on Radio Row, track us down. All right.
4: Sounds good, fellas. I'd love to. All See right, you, Mark.
1: Thanks, uh, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Mark Slareth, NFL on Fox. Denver Sports, our guest here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Uh, we've reached the end of the show. It's time to give some final thoughts. Coming up next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings.
0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. We'll i right
3: today I always like this. I always thought this was underrated from the Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, I love this song. Oh, good. So we're on the same page with that. This is from the Crow soundtrack. As Vinny said earlier, a very, very underrated soundtrack. And it's I tied into "Mock My World." I love the movie too. You ever see the movie? I didn't. No, but I did. I mean, I remember actually buying the
1: CD of this. And the legend—it yeah. a legendary movie because, because Brandon Lee, The star, film, filming he, right? He died filming it. Yeah, did one of those accidental on-set shootings. But uh, yeah, this—the Cure is on this soundtrack. Her dizzy head is conscience, laden Vinny. Too much walking shoe-worn thin, I yeah. always say. Too much tripping, Nine inch my nails. soul's
3: worn thin. Violet Femmes. <laughs> Pant-
1: Pantera. right? It was a good era for movie soundtracks. It really was. you ever seen The Crow, Jared? I have, yes. Yeah. Do, you, do you like it? I liked it, but it. I like it because it led to one of the greatest wrestling characters of all time, the reinvention of the character Sting in WCW. Yeah, because I'm sure you... Everything from wrestling is... We're about to follow it's, up it's an on an original thought. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually about five years of... WCW, later. that's actually an affiliation. WCW was very, very big. They were the number one company in the late 90s. You know, when I went to the one and only wrestling event I've ever attended in my life, it was a WCW event. Well, wow. And all my friends that I worked with are like, "Come on, if you go, you will love it." And uh, they were wrong. <laughs> wow! Well, they were uh, dead I wrong. We're wrong. <laughs> there you go, uh, Stone Temple Pilots,
0: "Big Empty" from the Crow soundtrack. Today's song of the day: Bickley and Morada going off the grid. To you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800 500 5200 or sweetjames.com.
1: Yeah, the Sun's uh, heading out on a road trip now, and yeah, we're in within the week zone. This is going to be a big week for the Phoenix Suns, not only because they got a big road trip. But, they're introducing their new owner still on schedule as far as we know. Nothing's been changed yet. Matt Ishbia, press conference next Wednesday. Next Thursday is the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. I was interested in the results of the uh, the, the social studies question and the poll question about how much different this team will look. I mean, I've been kind of a naysayer on sweeping changes coming, but... That's just a feel I have. I've been wrong in the past, I'll be wrong again. But the possibility of maybe multiple starters and the the deal that the potential deal that you brought up, or at least the the parties involved. Mm -hmm. If you could get Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. You trade you trade the house for those. I guys. would I personally would, but I'm a
3: huge Pascal Siakam fan and I think Fred VanVleet is is really a, a nice fit for the Phoenix Suns. I'm I'm not in love with him as a player, but I think the fits
1: really good. Yeah, what, and What about a lesser deal with Toronto? Centering around Cam Johnson, draft picks, and then OG Ananobi coming I'll, back. I'll take that too.
3: I would sign off on that as well. Some people have, I've seen, some people have described that as a, too much of a lateral move to give up on a guy like Cam Johnson, Johnson. but I, I do that move as well. I would, too. I mean, OG Ananobi is an elite defender. He's a big dude. He's, yeah, I, yeah. How
1: would that impact Mikael Bridges, the twin, who took off this season when Cam came back? True. But generally speaking, I've been guilty of this in the past. I tell the famous story. I was the moron who was upset in 1992 when the Suns pulled the trigger and sent Jeff Hornacek, Andrew Lang, and Tim Perry to the 76ers for Charles Barkley. Right. 30 years later, it is one of the biggest swindle jobs ever pulled off in the history of the NBA, it? but it's because I was attached emotionally to the players. Ah, I'm not saying all right. Suns fans do this, but a lot of them do. Oh, yes. They get attached to the players, oh, yeah. and there's reason to be attached to Cam Johnson. Do you remember? He, he's a good young player, the, and he's a
3: great dude. Do you remember the bizarre attachment people in this region had with Kelly Oubre? I
1: was just going to say that. You
3: Remember that? Pickle How could you give up? That was How, just
1: a little weird. How could you give up the Valley Boy for Chris Paul? But, but in all fairness, have you stared into the eyes of Kelly Oubre? I That's knew you were I'm going.
3: There. Goodness great. Not <laughs> just—you are lucky. I did not take a sip of this before he said that. <laughs> that monitor would have everywhere. All Does he use
2: an eyelash curler, or is that just natural? Me? I do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Tell me your secrets. Plus, he was swaggy and drippy and all and those words and I don't swaggy. really know the definition.
1: Yeah, of. Right,
3: yeah.
2: Standing in that bedazzled handkerchief yeah. in the desert.
1: Yeah, the merch that he
3: sold was a joke. It was clip art on a t-shirt. But hey, who's, who's complaining?
1: <laughs> you are.
3: Yeah, you're right. I am. <laughs>
1: Really I was talk, again, I was talking to the same buddy who, who rants and, and raves about the Suns a lot and he brings up a lot of good points, but he, he the, the line he used was you know Suns fans generally would rather root for the, the Lou Amundsons of the world than the good players that they the chase Pat out the perks of the world. Yes. I don't know what that means in the in the grand scheme of things, but I think there's an element of truth to that. The Dwayne been, Washington Jr. I, of the world. There was a lot of reaction yesterday to Dwayne Washington Jr. being waived. I love Dwayne Washington Jr. He's one. He was one of those guys that you know on the right night could come in and light it up for thirty points. Yeah, that was that's a key phrase on the right on the right night. night but yeah. he you know he had opportunities and it didn't work out. And they need more ball handling and and guys who take care of the ball. And that was not mm-hmm. his forte.
3: I'm going to be very curious to see uh, what the Suns look like, and I'm curious to see what are we going to find out first. Who the Suns have, a, a, what the Suns are going to look like. Who, who the Cardinals' new head coach is going to be. Mike Silver tweeted out 15 minutes ago. I believe the 49ers are one of the teams that would have interest in Vance Joseph as defensive coordinator, were he to be let out of his Cardinals
1: contract. So there you go. Is that part of why he hasn't interviewed yet? Because they have to wait? Because he's
3: under contract.
1: Hmm. You can't his request. Teams would
3: have to ask
2: permission, right? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they could still do that, right? Yeah. If they could. I mean. That's that's interesting. I mean, Kel- was Kellen Moore under contract when he interviewed with the Chargers? No. Well, Kellen Moore was shown the fired door him by before, the, the Cowboys. But, yeah.
1: Well, but D'Amico Ryan's interviewed while he was still coaching with. Well, you gotta, the- oh yeah. You got to get permission. But there's no chance Vance Joseph is coming back as the defensive coordinator of the Cardinals. Do you think? It's either head coach or nothing. Or do you think a new head coach just absorbs him?
3: Maybe. And if that's the case, that's that to me is the one where you go, oh, great. Where you get another head coach who doesn't have enough time or enough contacts to assemble his own staff. Yeah, I'll take whatever you get, man. Whatever you got left over. You got a special teams coach in the house?
1: You know? Mm-hmm. Or it's like the same thinking. We're like, well, he's a first-time head coach, so, so we should have Vance Joseph there as a former head coach to They'll sort kind of— kind
3: of mentor you yes, a little bit. Yes, like oh, they did with Cliff. Remember yeah. that? Oh, right. Because, because that's what you want in the NFL. You want on-the-job training, which is basically what we had with Cliff Kingsbury.
1: Basically. You can say
3: what you want, but that's what it was. Yeah. Changing, reinventing, learning. Changing is all, it's all learning on the fly. Can we not do that this time around?
1: Yeah, Mike Garofolo of NFL Network put it out today, too, uh, that what's going on in the other coaching search that's still active. Mm-hmm. The Colts are nearly done with their second round of head coaching interviews and are considering a rare third round as well. So oh, just voice. tell me and Ian Rappaport. If they go that route, they'd pare down the list to a select few finalists before making their decision on their next head coach. This is The Fine Line. So we're talking about the Cardinals not necessarily even doing second round interviews with anybody. The Colts are taking it to the other extreme. Third, What can you find out in a third interview? It's like The Bachelor or like American Idol. (laughs) Denver got a lot of criticism for how they handled their coaching search. They ended up with Sean Payton. Indianapolis is getting made fun of ever since they fired Frank Reich and elevated Jeff Saturday, and they're going down that road still. They're doing, I, I mean, third round interviews. And here the Cardinals are also getting criticism just because here we are 24 days into the process mm-hmm. and there's no resolution just yet. Well, yes. Well, there's always tomorrow, Vinny. Day 25. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. It might not be exciting, it might not be joyful, but at least it's taking a long time.
2: <laughs> You're only a day away.
1: Sounds like the sports kebab. Wait a second.
3: What? Oh, wait, no, I'm oh, kidding. Man. I like the
1: sports kebab. Shoot. Sometimes. No, I do. I do. I would say it's probably in my top 10 of kebabs.
0: <laughs> Chicken kebab.
1: Lamb, baby. Lamb? lamb? You like some lamb? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, I love Lail. Oh, baby. <laughs> Juicy, gamey.
0: Oh,
3: gamey? I'll take, get out of here with you and your gamey meat. Get your gamey
2: meat out of here.
1: This was more shenanigans than Wednesday, I think. But heck, I've been delirious the whole show. Thanks to Cliff, uh, Cliff <laughs> <It was> king. <laughs> really thanks, Cliff. What'd he do? And thanks to Johnny Schlereth for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you tomorrow. Bob and Steve are up next.